on this episode of the Girl Talk podcast. If we would just kind of stop and breathe and mm. lean in to someone, look them in the eyes and want to know who they are. Mm. That's one of the most yeah. loving things we can do yeah. is to listen to someone yeah. and really hear them. listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad you are here today. I want to say a great big thank you to our sponsor, Compassion. Um, we are big believers in what Compassion does. They're releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. You can check out Compassion by going to thelightfm.org and clicking on the Compassion banner, or you can find it at the bottom of the Girl Talk page. Thank you, Compassion. Today, we're going to be talking about love. Mm. I want to start with this quote Um, that I read from Dr. Derwin Gray, pastor in Charlotte, North Carolina. He said, you cannot love a person beyond the label you assign to them. That's why Jesus tells us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. That is so good. Okay, so let let me say it once again. You cannot love a person beyond the label you assign to them. What does that mean? Yeah, so what kind of labels might we assign to people? That's what I mean. Label assign like like adulterer. Like yes, you're gonna wearing a scarlet yes. A. Or, yes, um, she's the gossip, or she's the one that gets on my right. nerves, or hmm. extra grace required oh, yeah. person. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's that one who did that thing, you know, 25 mm. years ago, and I'll never get over it. Kind yeah. of label. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Okay, the person who hurt me, the person who hurt you. Yeah, mm. the person who mm. did something to hurt my family. The person who. Uh, always makes me angry. The kid who did something to my kid. All those uh-huh, labels, uh-huh, I think, uh-huh. is what he was getting at. And that's why, you know, mm. after saying we can't love beyond the label, that is why Jesus tells us to love our love our neighbor as ourself, because we make sure we're fed every day. Mm-hmm. We spend time taking care of ourselves every day. Mm-hmm making sure we're clothed, you know, all those things. Yeah, so, and even beyond that, we give ourselves grace. Yes. We understand where we're coming from. Yes. We, yeah. we understand our motive, and so we can excuse ourselves mm-hmm. from things. Yeah, That's and I think when in Christian circles, when we say the word love, everybody says, oh, I, of course I love them. I mm-hmm. love them. But I think we need to drill down a little bit further and really examine what love's look what love looks mm-hmm. like from a biblical perspective because the way Jesus loved and then the way you see us displaying um, love often are two mm-hmm. separate things. Yeah. Often I find that I love based on what that person can give me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, what have you done for me? And I'm going to love you because of what you do for me or the promise of what you do for me. Mm -hmm. That's not how Jesus Mm -hmm. loved. Mm -hmm. Unconditionally, he loved people where they were, Mm -hmm. not who they're going to become either. You know, we, we, we love people based on what we believe that they can become. And if they don't start becoming that. On our timeline, mm-hmm. then we cut off our love, yeah, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think we also have the tendency to love people that are good. Oh you yeah. Know, yeah. If yeah. you check all the good mm-hmm. boxes, if mm. you uh, don't wear your sin on your sleeve, um, if you have got it all together and you're all rosy and put together, <laughs> and you're happy and you're uh, you smile and all of that, we're going to love you more because you're easier to love. Because what your time out, I think, is. That love in these cases is a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. It's mm-hmm. how you make me feel. I love right. you based on how you make me feel. Mm-hmm. And 
we use the word love all over the place. I love nachos. Right. Okay, so I enjoy eating nachos. Right. But <laughs> am I committed to... Well, this is not a good example <laughs> because I am committed to nachos. Yeah, yeah. But we use the word love right. all the time to mean a variety of different things. Yes. But I think what I'm trying to figure out for myself is that love is less of a feeling and more of a choice mm. or an action an act of that obedience. we make. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think we can also get really stuck in that... I'm not going to love you unless you look like this. Ooh, you know, yeah. I'm not going to um, care for you. Conditions. I'm not going to. Yeah, we're, it's all going to be very mm. conditional love. Mm. And that yeah. is not the love that we get from our father. Right. We have unconditional love from yeah. him. And he's called us yeah. like he, like this quote here says, Jesus tells us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. That's unconditionally. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't only love ourselves when we are fed doing the right thing yeah, yeah. We're doing the right well things. and here's something else i want to point to because i think you alluded to it but i want to say it more directly we're we're we love you as long as you keep your sin hidden oh yeah <laughs> right uh-huh. you mm-hmm. know we don't want to be mm. accused of loving someone who is not buttoned up and put together right and that's so mm. against the gospel right it is not the reason why jesus came to save us from our sins so that we could shame other people. Right. Even the Bible says that it is God's kindness that brings us to repentance, right? How many people do you know have ever been one to Christ because they've been shamed there mm-hmm. to, a, to a true relationship with Christ? Because right. I can remember, you know, uh, growing up and hearing pastors preach and, and you would hear about the spirit of conviction that fell on people when really it was always it was just shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you come and you clean up your act and that's when God shows up. But repentance is very much so much more than that, Mm. you know, um, Let's think, too, about how Jesus acted in the Bible. Mm. You know, he healed lots and lots mm. of different people. Yeah. You know, he healed the, um, a bunch of lepers, you mm. know, 10 lepers at one time. And he healed um, a man with a withered hand and he healed a woman who had been bleeding. Yes. Um, he healed... Um, emotionally healed oh, the woman at the well. Yeah. And so, but did he in any of those circumstances, did he look at the guy with the withered hand and say, you know, wag his finger at him and say, mm. you should not have gone to that party where mm. your hand got stuck in that, you know, thing. And, you know, but if you hadn't been in that cir- circumstance in the first place, you would never have had your hand withered. And now I've got to fix it. Yeah. No, he just said, give me your hand. Yeah. Let me fix that for stretch you. Out and your so, hand. Yeah. yeah, stretch out your hand. And so um, it, Jesus did not operate from a place of finger wagging and shaming mm-hmm. someone before he loved them. He just okay. loved them. OK, well, because I know what people are going to say here. Um, they're going to say, OK, we're all about love. We're all about love. But there is an element of the gospel that I think it's so important that we acknowledge. Yes, God loves intentionally. Um, so much deeper than we can, but there is also he cannot not deal with our sin. Right, right. Because people always want to talk about God's love. What people don't want to talk about is what God thinks of our sin. Mm. And so we can get a one-sided, lopsided view of the gospel. And I think it's important Mm. that we talk about this because here's the thing. God loves you, yes, but he loves you way too much to leave you where you are mm-hmm. in your yeah. sin. Yep, 100%. And Jesus' death on the cross was not necessary 
if you and I could do it on our own and God was just all love. Yeah. There has to be that other piece of of dealing with our sin. And I, I just get a little bit afraid when you hear people talk about God's love because you also have to deal with your sin. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the woman at the well is a beautiful yeah. illustration mm-hmm. of that because he did. He came to her and said, um, you know, he started a relationship with her. Yeah. He had a conversation with her. And then he said... Now, I, I know you're not living with your husband. You mm-hmm. don't have a husband. You've had a bunch mm-hmm. of them, but you mm-hmm. don't have a husband now. And you're living with somebody who's not your husband. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then go and, you know, tell others about me and the life giving water that I have to give. Yeah. Well, the, the love of Jesus is it's that blend of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not all grace, but it's not. No grace. It's not all truth, but it's not no truth either. It's a blend of those two things. And that is the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it speaks to the greater need. You talk about the woman at the well, you know, her her need. She was treating the symptom, not the core Mm -hmm. need that she had, which was love and belonging and purpose. Um, She was trying to feel that other ways, which I think Mm -hmm. is so um, much like we are. Um, those places that we return, those places of sin that we return are often places that we just hadn't surrendered yet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she didn't um, she didn't even maybe necessarily know what she needed and what she was trying to feel. But there's a payoff for everything that we come that we, you know, welcome into our lives. Like, Dadgummit, I'm dealing with that same sin again. No, it's it's not that you're dealing with it again. It's that you've never surrendered it in the first place. Yeah, that's true. Right. So I think there's an element of tenderness to God's love that all other Mm -hmm. loves fall short of Mm -hmm. because he's willing to deal with our sin in a kind way. Mm -hmm. A lot of people walk away from church because they walk in the back doors and see a bunch of perfect people, what they think are perfect people sitting in the pews and like, I can never measure up to that. So I'm Mm -hmm. out. When that is not the message of the gospel, mm-hmm. that is not what God intended um, church to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all broken people. You don't believe that? Just, I mean, pick up the Bible and turn to any chapter in yes. the Bible right. <laughs> yes, and read a couple a of verses. Person. You're going to find a broken person there that yeah. God used in a mighty way. But it wasn't because of that person. It was because of who God was, mm-hmm. who God is, mm-hmm. and who God will be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so when we talk about love, I think... Um, you have to speak to the complete love of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one thing I think that gets us closer to that is humility. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You can't love with pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, pride and love don't coexist. And it's that humility of knowing I'm broken. You're broken. Uh we know the one who can fix our brokenness mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But I think taking that step, um, in humility will help us mm. love like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in our current culture, in the climate that is culture right now, um, we just did a podcast about the political, how to have those political conversations. Mm-hmm. But there is so much anger. Um, there is so much bitterness. There's so many arguments going on. I mean, and I, I don't know if that's necessarily a sign of the times or if it's just necessarily that that we know what people think anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Because used to be, the only way I knew what you thought is if we sat down and had a conversation about it. And right. it was okay right. to disagree. Right. But we at least had a conversation about mm-hmm. it. It didn't it, it didn't affect our relationship. We just believed differently, thought differently. Now, that's not the case. When you disagree with someone, you're, you automatically like become an enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we've lost the ability to have honest conversations about sensitive topics because we automatically condemn or um, judge judge based on what you believe and i think too you know when you follow someone you tend to regurgitate what you hear them say Mm -hmm. whether or not that's what you believe or not which is dangerous as well yeah we as believers need to start from scripture yes (laughs) and to speak the truth that is in scripture yeah and i think it a lot of it too comes down to the emotional side of it mm. that we are very emotionally charged mm. yes. right now in yes. ways that we haven't been I mm. think in previous um, at least previous iterations of my life I've mm. never been as emotionally charged as I feel like I've been over the last four or five years um, and I feel like it's coming from all areas but if we would just kind of stop and breathe and mm. lean in to someone, look them in the eyes and want to know who they are. Mm. That's one of the most yeah. loving things we can do yeah. is to listen to someone yeah. and really hear them and see them and help them feel known and loved and you know loved and appreciated. Yeah. Whether we agree with them or not, whether or not they are acting in um, sin or not, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. job still is to mm-hmm. show love and to show care and compassion. And mm-hmm. lean in and listen. Mm. I heard something about that just the other day talking about how uh, we can seek to understand. Mm. Yeah. Seek to understand the other's perspective. And that, for me, um, has reminded me to not be so ready to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just listen mm-hmm. and don't be creating my uh, response in my head while I'm listening to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. That doesn't, I'm not listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to just seek to understand somebody's perspective and listen to them is a great way of showing love. Yeah. yeah. And people are so broken mm-hmm. and they really want to tell you about mm-hmm. their brokenness. Mm-hmm. They want to tell you why their heart is hurt. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, our job is just to listen and, and, then help them find the saving grace of Jesus and yes. let the Holy Spirit do all of the, you know, convicting. And don't you find in conversations with people that nine times out of ten, it's not really the issue what they're so emotional and mm-hmm. passionate about. It's often something behind that. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Completely. Like true. I, I, I've been in, I, I've been in enough counseling for us all. <laughs> And I've just started back and I, I was just like thinking through some situations and circumstances and thinking about how I react to things emotionally. But it, it very rarely has to do with what's on the surface. It's mm-hmm. all the, the stuff underneath yep. that causes me to react Fuels in that you. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think it's important for us as believers to realize that with the Holy Spirit's help, if we can just... You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. And I have repeated it a lot. And the older I get, I repeat it more because I want God to close my mouth and open my ears and to listen with a heart that hears not the issue, but the hurt behind the issue. And I will say this. When have we had all the answers in life? 
<laughs> Maybe when we were teenagers. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> but we thought we had all the answers, yeah. right? right? And then somebody told us a different way, and that mm-hmm. changed our way of thinking. Mm-hmm. That is the beauty of living in the United States of America is that we can share ideas and and think about it and think, oh, that's that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. And we don't all have all the answers. And I think when we assume that we do, there's that pride piece coming mm-hmm. into play again. But we assume that we do, we completely isolate ourselves from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And we cheat ourselves from enriching one another. Because some of the most fruitful relationships in my life have been people that I don't always agree with 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some validity to things that they say, and I take it into consideration and think about it. Like, huh. There's always something to learn from yeah, someone yeah, if you're open to that. Yeah. And if you're not, get open. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, get over it. <laughs> you know get over yeah. it. Yeah. Get over yourself, right? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to listen to other people, listen to their experiences, because we don't, we might make an assumption on what their life is like or mm-hmm. why they're choosing what they're choosing, but yeah. until we really hear from them what they've gone through, we can't know. Yeah, we yeah. cannot know. It's, assumptions are tough. Yeah, it's easy for us too to think that everybody has the same life experience that yeah. we've had. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they have the same lens yeah. that we have, and it's just not true. You know, there's so many people who, in their childhood, nobody loved them, mm-hmm. and so those broken children become broken adults yep. who. Um, then don't know how to love. Mm-hmm. And so those of us who ca- who have come from a healthy love environment, yeah. love yeah. background, um, it really is our obligation to show them legitimate love and yeah. to point them to Christ who loves them unconditionally. Yeah. Yeah. That there are no conditions on which Jesus places his love. Um, he says, come to me mm-hmm. and come to me mm-hmm. and I will love you. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, he, uh, yes, it's he radical want, what he says. Yes, he doesn't <laughs> want us to live in our sin, and he'll yeah. help us with that. Right. He helps us walk away from our sin, yeah. um, but he wants us to come to him first. Mm-hmm. We don't have to clean ourselves up first. Right. No. We don't have to he be worthy of his love mm-hmm. before we go and have Christ's love. He gives us his love freely. Mm-hmm. All we have to do mm-hmm. is accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if we were believers that actually acted that way towards non-believers mm-hmm. in our community, what would... How far could the gospel go if we loved like Christ? I was just yeah. going to say, if if we loved like Christ, there would be a world standing in line to get in our churches. Yeah. Um, and this would be the number one podcast right, because yeah. we talk so radically about the love of Christ and how it changes everything. And we really believe it. And we live that out. Yeah. We live lives that point people to that, not point to us, because I think you have to be careful right. there. It, you, can, you can love people out of a heart of, I want people to look at me and look how loving I am. Well, right, yeah. I, I hate to tell you, but you ain't a savior of nobody, right? Right, right? You're a very poor savior. So I think we can do it for that reason. But when you when you love people and you point them to Christ, that is a radical love that people are looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So on Genuine. a church sign, um, you've seen this before, probably hurt people, mm. hurt people, mm-hmm. but forgiven people. Forgive people. Yeah. And I think that's so powerfully put. And if I've been forgiven, then I'm going to love someone by doing my best with the help of Jesus to forgive that other person. And also when it comes to genuine love, motives matter. Just exactly Mm. what you're talking about. I don't want to be showing love because I want somebody to think I'm 
All that in a bag All of chips. All that in a bag of chips. Yep. That's right. right. No, I want to honor Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when you have to check your motives, um, it really reminds you that we want to love like Jesus. We got to do it with the right motive. Mm-hmm. So as we um, bring this episode to a close, how do we love like Jesus? We listen. Right. Yeah. I yeah. got one thing. Okay. What is that? Because I saw this acronym and I thought it was so okay. fun for this love talk. Great. Okay. We want to be hip. <laughs> H stands for humble. Yeah. I for interested in the okay. other person. Yeah. And P present. Ooh. So that we can be with them right. and show love I to them. I love that. Okay, yes. repeat that one more time. Okay, hip. So H is for humble. Uh-huh. I for interested. P for present. That's so good. That is really that is good. so good. Yeah. I love an acronym. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps us to remember it, it too. Does. It's kind of a peg yeah. that we can it hang does. our relationships on and say, mm-hmm. yeah. Am I being humble in this situation? Am I interested and am I curious and am I present, not looking at my phone while other people are talking? Yeah. Because that's a tendency that we all have. Or looking past somebody. Looking looking through them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of the things. So I think what I'm hearing is we've got to get back to the Bible and see how Jesus loved and hold our relationships up to the light of the gospel and ask God how to love people like he loves people. Yeah. Um, And the. And to really, maybe that that may mean laying aside some issues <laughs> to love like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Some things that, some hills that we have chosen to die on. Oh, yeah. But it may mean us going back to the gospel and saying, is this really how you would have me to love this this person? And, and here's the thing, y'all. If you've got somebody who's an extra grace required person in your life mm-hmm. and you pray, God, would you help me to love them like you love them? He will answer that prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. <laughs> Because that person may get on your very last nerve, but God will show you ways that you can love that person. And it may be uncomfortable for a while, but I challenge you and encourage you to follow God's leading in that relationship because it may turn out to be one of the most important relationships in your own life, which is a benefit that you never thought of, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and and Luke says, love your enemies Mm -hmm. and do good to them. Yep. Yeah. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Mm -hmm. Scripture also says, pray for those who persecute you. Yes. When's the last time you did that? I mean, that's not popular. Right. Right? Pray mm-hmm. for those who are enemies, yeah. so-called mm-hmm. enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So got, we got to get back to the gospel. Yeah. We got to get back to the way Jesus loved. Yes. If you have comments or questions about that, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. Check in on the Facebook page. Hey, we want to tell you about our friends at Compassion. They have agreed to sponsor this season of the Girl Talk podcast. And we are so grateful. Thank you, Compassion. We love you. You You can find out about children who are available for sponsorship all around the world. Um, I have one in Ghana. Uh, Trisha's got one. Uh, Kelly's Kelly's in Rwanda. Yeah, in El Salvador. And so we are big believers in the mission of Compassion because they're releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. And if you would like to find out more about Compassion and the work they're doing around the world, that's another way that you can love like Jesus for those who are struggling today. You can check out Compassion at thelightfm.org. Just click on the Compassion banner or at the Girl Talk page. Either one, check out compassion let them know how much you appreciate them sponsoring this uh whole season of the girl talk podcast and we'll see you next time oh wait oh. no way i have some more news exciting actually news. kelly has news because right. there are exciting numbers news. involved yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so Bro- 
April 12th and 13th. Mark your calendar. Mark your calendars because we are going to be at Brookwood Church in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Yep. And we would love for you to be there with us. This is for the Brookwood Women's Conference. Yes. They're going to have lots of speakers, but Girl Talk is one of those speakers. So we would love for you to join us. Mm-hmm. Go look for Brookwood Church in Simpsonville, South Carolina and join us April 12th and 13th. We cannot wait to see you. So bring a group of girlfriends. Come see us. We'd love to hug your necks. And I guess that's... We're, we're going to post that link in the show notes, too. So if you want to go grab that, yes. we can do that. So now that you know all the things, we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.